All right, it is that time again. Your weekly dose of common sense. And I'm back. I missed my common sense dose last week. I heard it was a great interview, guys. That um, it was a fun show. I was sorry to miss that one. But uh, all right, so we, here we are, September 22, 2023. Somehow that tickles my fancy for numbers. 9-22-23. Uh, it sort of makes some sense, some common sense anyway. Uh, if you want to check us out at commonsenseohioshow.com, you can catch last week's interview. You can catch... Now video, as it turns out. So, you know, we uh, we have finally broken through the glass barrier of the television screen or your phone screen or your laptop screen. Uh, and we're going to come at you via video. And that's thanks in large part to Harper Plus Accounting, who has uh, generously agreed to become our sponsor. Or maybe we agreed to let them sponsor us. So if, uh, if you want to get on the bandwagon, there's plenty of uh, sponsorship opportunities left. You can uh, reach out to us at commonsenseohioshow.com. If you think you've got more common sense or even less common sense and want to get a dose of common sense and you think you can be a guest on our show and hang with Norm and the crew, then uh, you can uh, reach out to us there. You can also see Norm's blog, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, without further ado, I will get right into uh, back to my uh, this day in World War II history. Norm, I'm a World War II history buff. My my son quickly uh, over or uh, what's the word? Uh, eclipsed my knowledge with World with World Wars, but he's not here to correct me, so I have Norm to to do that. Ugh. Eighty years ago, on September 22, <laughs> 1940, under Japanese pressure, the Vichy France ratifies a treaty allowing Japanese the Japanese to occupy air bases and harbors in Indochina. Japanese troops enter French into China later that night. Um, the Vichy France, that's, that's such fascinating history. If you go and, and, and look at uh, some of that history after uh, Hitler invaded and, and, and everything that happened. Uh, and I, this is news to me. I didn't know this little tidbit of history that uh, that, that also involved uh, the Japanese. So uh, that was this day in history. And, and there's another 75 years ago. September 22, 1945, Patton publicly criticizes U.S. denazification process for German officers. Uh, there's a little bit of a story behind that, but uh, you know Eisenhower relieved him shortly after. Uh, so anyway, so, so did you dive into World War One just as much as you did World War Two? No, World War Two hit me like a ton of bricks, and really? I, I started to do World War One. You know where I started with history like that? I would read. Um, uh, Jeff Shera is that his name? Norm Jeff. He, he wrote he wrote uh, historical fiction. He mm-hmm. and his son, oh. and great stories. Like I mean, really, mm-hmm. like he write trilogies about uh, the War of eighteen twelve, the War of mm-hmm. uh, World War One. There's a Civil War ch- trilogy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got a World War Two trilogy, mm-hmm. and he's got a World War One trilogy. As I already said, I don't I, I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. I would listen to those, and those sort of got me involved. And then a guy named um, Stephen Ambrose wrote a whole plethora of history books on World War II. And he later was criticized. He got caught plagiarizing. I don't know what the hell the real story was. He died of cancer. But he really, like, I was a history major. And what Ambrose did is he sort of took history and made it interesting to read. So if you go back and read, like, um, Gibbon's Rise and Fall, or there's, uh, read the old British guys on history. It's like, blah, 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 footnote, endnote, blah, 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 long words, big words. Where the footnote's longer than the chapter, exactly. But Ambrose would come in and he wrote a book called Citizen Soldiers, which I highly recommend. And it talks about, uh, it's like he wrote several books on World War II and was fascinated. Um, But he sort of followed, uh, he started, I think, with D-Day and took it it through. And Citizen Soldiers, it reads like a novel. Mm. I mean, a lot of my my jumping off point for World War II history was that. Um, now my son, he just is, he's just got an intellectual capacity to remember details that don't matter and an incredible conscious ability to ignore details that do. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> right. sounds as, like, as any that teenager, sounds like a son. Sounds like a as teenager. As any teenager well, might. Two right. comments on your uh, <laughs> stories that uh, are your uh, historical uh, markers there. One of the uh, interesting things about the Japanese in Indochina is after Hiroshima, Nagasaki, and their surrender, and the emperor actually addressing the people and shocking the Japanese population because he was thought of as a god, and here he is on the radio hearing his voice for the first time in their lives. After all of that and their surrender, the Missouri, you know, signing the surrender documents, the British in Vietnam— and other parts of Indochina, maintained the Japanese soldiers with their arms, with their pistols and their rifles, in order to act as police 
until the British and the French could come back into Indochina and take over that job themselves. So here you have liberated Vietnamese, right, who the yoke of Japanese oppression has been allegedly tossed off of them, and yet they still have Japanese people, uh, soldiers, the Japanese army, uh, maintaining public order. So that is... That is a very strange artifact uh, from uh, the Japanese in uh, Indochina. And then uh, about the Nazi thing with uh, Patton, it's kind of uh, hypocritical, isn't it? Because we imported under Operation Paperclip all these Nazi scientists like Werner von Braun. Like like we imported hundreds, maybe thousands of these scientists, right? And so... And ignored their really, really gross deeds. All, all kinds of yes. uh, yeah. slave labor in these caves where they built the uh, rockets uh, under Werner von Braun. So, you know, uh, Patton is basically saying in in Europe, hey, you know, these guys are going to become mercenaries in the French Foreign Legion or something else. These are combat experienced soldiers. We ought to be using them. And, in, and indeed, the UN did adopt many ex-German uh, Wehrmacht uh, soldiers and, and pilots into the United Nations and the new German uh, Bundeswehr. You know what's interesting, Norm? Two things, um, to your two things. The first thing is, no matter what I bring up historically, Norm knows it, right? <laughs> I um, know. And, I'm, and I'm so thinking the off. same thing. Oh my hats God. off or headsets off, whatever the situation yeah. would be. Um, the second thing is, Patton, it, it's like he is the anti-woke of the 40s. Yes, and right. all he was doing here was saying what was already happening. You know, he would just call it like it was. Exactly. And, you know, he got in trouble for a couple, lots of comments like that, not the least of which was when he basically said, we don't need the, and not in so many, not in so many words, well, actually in so many words, we don't need the Russians or the, we need to go, why don't we just keep going and invade the Soviet Union? I mean, he, he understood, he had, he had this very, very unique ability to cut through the nonsense, to cut through the politics, and he understood sort of the bigger picture, and he understood with boots on the ground every day, what needed to be done to effectuate the bigger picture. I mean, the guy was really a genius. Well, I mean, after all, uh, the Europeans started hostilities with Hitler after he invaded Poland under their treaty treaty obligations to Poland. And at the end of the war, and of course, Poland was invaded half by Germany and half by their ally at that time, the Soviet Union. So Patton is looking at the results, right? Of, 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 of the end of the war, and there is the Soviet Union completely occupying Poland, right? Yes. So the Europeans decide they're going to defend Poland from one despot, and at the end of the war, we leave Poland in the hands of Stalin. And Patton is obviously looking at that saying, well, wait a minute, they were actually an ally of Germany at the beginning of the war. They got all these countries in Eastern Europe under their, you know, rubric. And, um, you know, obviously we did not free Eastern Europe. East, we, we gave away Eastern Europe to yeah. the Soviet Union our, at our, the end of World War II. You could say the Soviet Union won World War II, yeah. not the U.S. and not England. Our, our mm-hmm. stomach for it, it was no longer. That's and right. It, yeah. it, you know, this is, this is good old-fashioned American politics, and I can't necessarily criticize, right? We lost a lot of guys. I mean, it was, it was a horrible time for the country. People and, were sick of the war. And right. people didn't want to fight the war They threw Churchill and, out of office and in Churchill, England. it's like he was this necessary evil uh, and then they got rid of him. That's sort of how they looked at it. Right. And, and, and you know, he was. Before and, the war was even over. And they went. They got rid of And, and they went in a completely a different direction. And, you know, Patton, Patton really was an incredible guy to understand all of this. And, you know, I think the history, as we look back on it, you can look at that century and say, all right, it was really all one big conflict. You know, it's like <laughs> World War One did not get resolved. No. Uh, World War II did not get resolved. And now the Cold War is not yet resolved um, because World War II resulted in the Cold War. I mean, if we if we'd have done what Patton wanted, we probably wouldn't have had Vietnam. We got out of we got out of Desert Storm because of television footage of the highway of death. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, what did the American people think we were doing over there? Did they think it was a highway of life? What did they think we were going to do when the Iraqi Republican Guard was retreating up that highway with all this booty, right, from Kuwait? Kuwait. 
you know, what did they think was going to happen? They had, you know, Rolls Royces and Land Rovers. They, they stole furniture. And, and the Republican Guard later on went on to murder the Kurds. And had we prosecuted the Iraqi Republican Guard instead of saying, oh, my, look at that CNN footage. That's so terrible what our fighter jets did to those poor soldiers. If we had pressed that, there would have been no, you know, Desert Storm 2. We would not have had to go back. And that, you know, in in a nutshell is a great synopsis because you know, sure enough, what did uh, Bush and Powell, Bush too, and Powell do just, you know, uh, 10 years later after 9-11, we went right back to Iraq yep. to finish off Saddam Hussein, and, a job we should have done 10 years hence. And and looking mm-hmm. back, I think both the politics of it at the time were, it, it strikes me that the politics of it at the time are all short-sighted. You know, it's all about getting elected, getting power, doing uh, this, doing that. Right, and, right. and people people use those and Bush didn't get reelected anyway. And Cl- pe- Clinton beat him. And, and people use yeah. those things as a as a stepping stone to get there. Well, this is so bad. We can't do this anymore. We're going to come in. We're going to we're going to do. This. I, mean, I mean, look what Biden did as soon as he took office with Afghanistan. Same kind of thing. We're going to look back on that and say, right, we didn't have to look back that far. No. How, how horrible of a decision right. was that? You know, right. we left it unfinished. Right. And now we have created, we have seeded the field, seeded part of that, the a substantial part of the globe to Armageddon coming over the horizon. That's China. You know, it's like China's got control of all of that now because of that dumb decision, which was totally political. Yeah. It, it, just, it, it, it just defies reason and logic. We left yeah. a staggering amount of materiel. You know, I, I think I heard something like, this, this just blows me away, something like 10,000 Humvees, just for starters. Yeah. We just, like, leave that's it. all in the hands of the Taliban now. Yeah. Jeez. Just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> and... It just is, it, it's like, an, and I think Patton back in his day was the truest original inner or uh, non-woker. You know, he was like, oh, yeah. look, denazification yeah. is a farce right. because yeah. we're doing all these other things. We all know what this is. This is all just for political theater. Just abandon this BS and let's move forward. Yeah, the, and, the reporter famously asked him, well, wasn't the Nazi party kind of just like Republicans and Democrats? And, and, and Patton, you know, in his offhand kind of throwaway kind of thing, he's thinking more at down at the local level when you would sign up to a party in order to avoid persecution. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're the mayor of a local town, it could get pretty rough if you weren't a member of the Nazi sure. party. So a lot of them... Maybe they believed in it. Maybe they didn't. But they hung the little portrait of Uncle Adolf on the wall, that's right. and they joined the party. So, do you persecute those people? You know, and exactly. that's like it's um it's pretty interesting to me when people look back and say, "I would never have joined exactly. X party. Right. I never would have been involved yeah. in that." Right. And you know, don't yeah. don't yeah. don't be so sure about you your their own morality right. and your own. Right. Um, you know, metal. Because well, you weren't there in that village when the brown shirts were going door to door, knocking on doors, you. saying, are you a member of the party or not? Because if you're not, this is going to happen. Yeah, if you are. Well, because you're living in this situation of this is my forever. You're doing what you, you're you, doing you, to survive. You don't have the perspective of that we have looking back. They're living it and thinking, this is my yeah. life from now on. I have to play the rules. Yeah. There's a book I, re- I read recently or a year or two ago called Ordinary Men. And it, it was about how Hitler sort of uh, how the Nazis sort of recruited the, the older guys in all the various towns to help with the final solution. And, you know, so they were just normal dudes and the brown shirts come and knocking and say, you know, we need help uh, killing the Jews. You know, really, that's what it or was. Or at least identifying and, and, them. No, no, taking them out to the woods and shooting them. And, and this was a fascinating bit of psychology because it, it, sure. it sort of it sort of explores how that happens. How do ordinary men go from this sure. like existence where they used to be firemen, they used to be constables, they used to be policemen in these local towns, they fought in World War One, and now they're out killing, they're, they're, they're literally murdering, uh, mass murdering Jews. And, you know, they basically categorize you. Had, and even when they had a chance to opt out, not everybody did. And so it's like this exploration of where people say, I never would have done that. It's like, well, I think it's a deeper, it's a deeper dive than that. Well, I mean, all the children had to become members of the Hitler Youth. And uh, we had a pope, Pope Benedict from Germany, who, as a youth, was impressed into the Hitler Youth. You, it wasn't like you had a choice to be a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout or not be one. All the children had to be 
whether they were in the Nazi party or not, their parents, all of the children had to be in the Hitler Youth. So, yeah. so people made a big deal about the Pope being uh, a member of the Hitler Youth. Well, well so look, was everybody so his he'd age. Be dead. He'd be dead <laughs> if he weren't. And then there's this, uh, I'll tell you one quote, and then we can move on to the news because that's really what we're supposed to be doing. But it, it, there was a quote that struck me. In fact, I wrote it on a little bit of piece of notebook paper and tore off that corner and, and it sat on my kitchen island countertop for, it might even still be there. And the quote was this, moral unburdening was found in the collective identity. And it's such a powerful quote. It's like moral unburdening is found in a collective identity. So as my dad always said, I'm not worried about what I'm going to, he wasn't worried about what I was going to do alone. He goes, I trust you implicitly, but I worry about you when you're with your buddies. Of course. And, yes. you know, and it's like this idea of a collective identity. And when you do things for the collective, you unburden yourself with moral obligations. It's the hive mentality. Yeah. It's the yeah. hive mentality. And, that, right? and it's so true for today. If you apply that to different things that are going on today. Well, or anything yeah. that just is, you, you question why are, why is this whole group? Yeah. We've talked about like clan, clan lynchings in the South. Right. You know, when, when uh, everybody's wearing a hood, yeah. Okay, and a guy brings a rope, and and you can't be identified, and you're a racist or something. This hive mentality takes over, and it is very dangerous, very dangerous yeah. well, for it, people not to be identified and to be themselves and to be individuals and to speak up, have a little courage, and say, "Hey, you know what? I think it's kind of wrong. We're hanging this guy." <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, and we've kind of discussed this he too was. in the, in the men changing gender and playing in women's sports. Yeah. And why isn't there any talk from the feminists to stop this? Oh, the turfs. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like a hive mentality to a certain degree it, because it of they're seeing some other big who, thing going on. Who and, is honestly going to look in the mirror? And, and look, I get it. I'll be skewered. We might even get canceled for this. But who's honestly going to look in the mirror and say a man with a penis and testicles can be a woman? And look, you can, you can, in those terms, you know, you can say, well, look, he, he is, he's got a feminine identity or whatever it would be, but it's like, he's not a woman. He can't have a baby. People he can't do things Dave, that women can do. It, he cannot do it. And, you're saying these people are not fastened to reality and and you're right. They are not fixed in the real world, but I think that they've they got a makeup world. I think in their heart of hearts, they, everybody knows that, that it's not the same. Like a I man so with balls and a penis can't get pregnant. He can't menstruate. He can't. So look, I mean, to say that to say that he can is, is patently absurd. Of course it is. Right. right, right, and and you can say whatever you want about the person. Like he has every right, or she has every right, or whatever it would be. I don't even yeah, care. Right. And if somebody said, "Look, I'd prefer you to call me she instead of he," I would do it. I could care less. But it, to 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 deny the factual reality of it, it's lies, 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 lies. And and, and well, it's, even after the Berlin Olympics, right? And they saw Jesse Owens. Mm-hmm from Ohio State, yep. right, get four medals, right? They Even then, okay, the, op, the idea of the untermensch, the idea that there are people of different colors or religions or races who are inferior to the Aryan strain of humanity, it, it was clearly demonstrated by Mr. Owens that is bullshit, right? <laughs> right in front of old Schickelgruber up there in the stadium watching this happen, okay? He it was tossed right up in his face that, no, actually, there are other people who can be as good as, if not better, at all kinds of things than you guys, Right. And isn't there a story, Norm? He denied reality. That's what the trannies are doing, too. And, and they're in another world. They're in another world. Yeah. And isn't there a story there that, that is an extension to this where we had a relay team and we took some, like the, the Nazis come to us sort of behind the scenes and say, uh, take your Jews off the team, you know, or something like that. And, and I think we complied. I think we did. Well, it was the head. I don't know that history. It was the head of the, my brain. It was head of the American Olympic Committee uh, who pressured the coach. Uh, to substitute Jesse Owens and one other uh, runner in place of the two Jewish runners. Mm. And Jesse protested and said he wasn't going to run. And the two Jewish guys went over to him and said, well, then the coach is going to default. Then we're not going to enter this. And I want you to run for me, Jesse, because if if you don't, we're giving we're giving victory to the Nazis. Yeah. Oh. So in an incredible act of sacrifice, right, those two Jewish runners who should have run. Who should have run. Right. Actually, 
you know, and cave, I think we were going to win. We were expected to win. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So right. it's like um, that's how he got his fourth gold medal. Right. Okay. Right. So wow. you can say, you, you know, you somebody could say, well, if I were back there, I would have be, I would have taken the stand, or I would have done this, or I would have done that. It's like. Not so fast. We didn't have cowboy. social media. Yeah, not so fast, yeah. cowboy. Those two Jewish athletes might have just got on Twitter, right, yeah. and said, "Hey, guess what? We're over here in Berlin. This bullshit coaches right. saying this, this, and this, and then the whole world would have like freaked out." Yeah, but we didn't. You know, that and, didn't. And exist. I think even Jesse got pressure from. Uh, it was it the NAACP or whatever it would have been at the time. Oh, not, not, not to go, not to go, right? And mm-hmm. you know, he got a lot of criticism for yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Uh, but look what he did right. for the culture and the in the in breaking through those barriers for black athletes. I got to meet him. I got to Did shake you? his I got oh, to wow. shake his hand. Yeah, he was a Republican. I didn't realize you could run that fast. <laughs> <laughs> he could have kicked my ass when he was sixty. Uh anyway, he uh he's a, he was a lifelong Republican and uh he um lived over uh, on the west side of Columbus he, for a bit. He 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 uh from Cleveland, right? Anyway he um was at the uh, opening day of the General Assembly. My dad was a, uh, a state representative. And, hey, while, while people were milling around waiting to be sworn in or whatever, dad drags me over and says, I want you to meet Jesse Owens. And I just stood there with my jaw, you know, on the floor, right? Exactly. I was yeah. a little, like, 11-year-old kid, and I just couldn't believe what was going on. I just couldn't believe I'm meeting Jesse Owens. Yeah, right? and hats off. I mean, look what he had to endure in order to compete, yeah. the racism and the, and the actual prejudice against him. Oh, and, and I got and that big smile, it. Steve. I got that Jesse Owens, you know, yeah. patented big smile, so nice, so gentle, you know, yep. just a wonderful Incredible you know, guy. Incredible guy. All right. Well, mm. we've we have burned some time. From Ohio. Oh, it's right here, right in the middle. Yep. Um. You know, uh, we, we were talking about World War II, and it occurs to me with this fentanyl. I heard a statistic that somewhere around uh, hundred thousand to hundred twenty thousand uh, deaths a year now are happening from fentanyl, mainly coming across the border with uh, communist Chinese. Uh, uh, chemicals, uh, precursor chemicals to make the fentanyl uh, is largely coming across the border illegally from the cartels. Uh, and it occurred to me, you know, if we think of Pearl Harbor um, where or 9-11, where roughly 3,000 Americans died, right? And we started two wars after 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, two wars as a result of those things. We are having three Pearl Harbors per month in the United States with fentanyl. Yeah, okay? so these I mean, are acts of foreign foreign aggression, aggression yeah. by the communist Chinese and by the Mexican cartels and we're relatively doing nothing. And no, it's not even relatively. It's we th- are doing nothing. We're, if, in in fact, fact, there's a fight against doing something. We're, we're accommodating it. Right. And uh, you know, uh, Anthony Blinken goes to the Chinese goes to Beijing and kneels down and and Biden just has an open border for the Mexican cartels, and they're making billions of dollars uh, as coyotes and drug dealers and arms dealers. And we're having three 9-11 events or three Pearl Harbors. Roughly 10,000 people a month are dying from fentanyl. And we're like, that's no big deal. But if they knock down the Twin Towers or bomb a naval base, that is a big deal. Yeah. It's it's I, it's, a, it's 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 if unbelievable. You were to me. a foreign power that wanted to attack the United States. It would be foolhardy to do it with another nine eleven or another Pearl Harbor. You would do something a lot more sinister, like send fentanyl across the border. Right. You're going to take advantage of Biden's open border policies to implant your your uh, sleepers in the United States all over the place. You're going to do all sorts of stuff from within, and why wouldn't you? Because yeah, yeah. we're letting them happen. We're letting it happen. Steve, you would I steal think, our technology. I think just a couple of days ago, I heard that the Customs and Border Patrol Service uh, announced in one day ten thousand illegals came over. In one day, yeah. this was this week. It's, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. It's insane. Ten thousand. And, and how is everybody okay with this? <laughs> some believe mm-hmm. we how don't know who they this? are. We don't know if they have diseases, if they're carrying drugs. Are they going to be human trafficked? And all we hear from the media is like, well, we need these people for our to for labor in the economy. It's like nonsense. It's or we total should, nonsense. We should feel sorry for them, you know, for some some kind of bizarre reason that we can't do things like the Peace Corps 
or military assistance or police training or, you know, like the kinds of things we did in Colombia when the cartels were operating there. American America lent assistance to those. Yeah. And then people like Bernie Marino that wanted to come in legally, his family waited in line. Came pay, and did it the hard did way. Did it yeah. the hard way, right? They didn't come across the Rio Grande or and wade through and tell a bunch of lies that, you know, I'm here because I need asylum. So Biden this week also uh, granted work visas to a half a million Venezuelans, okay, who are here illegally. A half a million. I mean, put put some. <laughs> so think about I mean, that it's number. Staggering. A half a million. A half a million yeah. Venezuelans who are not here for asylum. Re- now they're claiming that like, they're here. They're economic refugees. Look. The Venezuelans voted in communist and socialist governments who who crashed their economy. They used to have the highest savings rate of any of any country in the world. Venezuelans were putting money in the bank. They 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 had an incredibly robust economy. Yep. They elect Chavez and 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 that ilk, the commies, the socialists, they destroy the Venezuelan economy. And now we have a half a million that Biden waves his magic wand. I don't know what constitutional power he has oh, to do on, that. Hold on, hold on, hold and on. they and they got work visas. Now. Sean Penn and the rest of his cronies thought that Venezuela was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Chavez was was like the oh, ideal. Remember right. that they all right. going down there talking about how great he was, like, like Cuba. This is this is the yeah, that's right. Like, this is that. the like their utopia. They're fine. They got it. They figured it out. They learned utopia. And now Single all, payer healthcare. Right. And then, he, <laughs> then he goes and he kills everybody and gets rid of all his opponents. And now they're all running here to, to hide. So, so we're on track for 2 million. Last year, 2 million illegal immigrants came into the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol Service. They are saying we this year we're on track for at least the same number. 2 million. And we already have 30 million estimated illegals in the country already. Yeah. It, it's just... Like, yeah, I want everybody to think about it, where, where you're living, how big your town is, how big your city is, how many people live there, and start doing that math. Right. It's like start doing that math. It's like a state. Right. You know. Oh, the, for sure. Like it, it's it's like it's it's utter insanity. And look, right. I could care less if people come in this country uh, lawfully. Yes. Because we want that to happen. It should be a symbiotic problem. Like we should not open our borders to immigrants unless we need them. And people are going to say I'm a horrible person for saying that, but it's like it's a fact, right? It's like. Oh. That's what borders are. It's like we like you don't get citizenship um, without a price, you know. And right. you know we we're not obligated to let everybody become American citizens. Like anybody who is like it, 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 think of the Titanic, right? How many boats do they have? And if you load everybody up on the lifeboats, the boat sinks. Like it cannot sustain itself that way. A country can't sustain itself that yeah. way. You got you got New York City. So they estimate the number of illegals that have come in to New York City this. Now, past fiscal year at 150,000. Only 13,000 of those have been bust from Florida or Texas. So in one day, 10,000 this week crossed into Texas. New York City is complaining about a total of 13,000 that have been bust from Texas right. and Florida. And Abbott is getting... D- and they're freaking out like about these that. People are scared. Yeah. And if you listen to these people before and after, it's it's awesome. When they're in their political yeah. show right. two or three years ago about how they're going to be sanctuary cities or whatever, now the same people are right. saying, this is intolerable. Right. We can't the do it. The compassion yeah. seems to go one direction. The compassion seems to be well, for this... this they have this meme that every illegal is some poor downtrodden Mexican, you know, it's a total meme. It's it, not true. It's the same thing we're talking about with Patton, right? It's like, it's, it's this, it's this political position for short term gain. And then when they reap the benefits yeah. or the, the, when they reap what they sow, right. uh, now they're not so in favor of it no. because it, it's like, cause it made sense Back when Patton said, right. we just can't cede the entire European field or half of Europe to the Soviet Union because we're creating a problem for later. Right. And 5, 10, 15 years or when Trump was there saying, we can't keep an open border because we're creating an enormous problem for later. Now the problem is here and these people uh, don't want to deal with it. So they, you, you lie facts out of existence. But or, you or don't you, yes. or you lie facts out like you, you lie facts out of your immediate memory, but you can't lie them out of existence. Or you that's d- the way to say it. Or yeah. you distract. Yeah. So, so uh, our governor, our illustrious governor here, 
who has COVID, by the way. He's got all his shots, but he got COVID. Uh, our Governor DeWine here, we have an 11-year-old in Springfield killed by an illegal immigrant. He should not have been here. I don't know if the guy was drunk or on drugs. I have no idea. But at any rate, that was what caused that school bus wreck. Okay. And DeWine, instead of saying we got to solve illegal immigrant crime. Okay. And there's a whole website called the remembrance project, which, which Mm. you can go to and you can peruse thousands and thousands of people killed by illegal immigrants in traffic accidents or robberies or other kinds of homicides or manslaughters or vehicular homicides. It's a, it's an unbelievable list of slaughter. And I want to know why Governor DeWine doesn't have compassion in that direction. Why does he have a committee looking at, you know, messing around with school buses? We've had two more school buses since that one. They both rolled over and nobody died. And, and, and yet we're going we're gonna to focus all this energy on that instead of, why don't you authorize the sheriffs and the state patrol to arrest any illegal immigrants that they find, like they're doing in Texas now, okay, yep. and haul their asses to jail because they're criminals, they shouldn't be here, and then turn them over to Customs and Border Patrol. I mean, who, what's yeah. it? Was it Chicago? That just I just saw a news story that Chicago is going to build a tent city for them. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it just is... It, the the problem isn't going away. It, it's like when I when I talk to people in my law firm about, you know, I've talked to people recently. It happens all the time. But somebody's got a warrant for their arrest, so they, maybe they've alleged they're they're accused of uh, domestic violence and and they're denying it that didn't happen. And you might be surprised, but a lot of times there are false accusations of domestic violence. Yeah. Or like if your if your spouse happens to be coming at you and you grab him or her shoulders and sort of push him push him aside and then try to leave, well, that's a domestic violence. So sure. that kind of crap ends up with a warrant for your arrest. Yeah. So somebody calls and they say, "Look, I can't go to jail." I'm like, "All right, there's a warrant for your arrest." And the city of Columbus has a policy where you have to go to jail. Um, there's some ways around it. I'm not going to go into, but it, it, I give them this analogy. I'm like, "Listen, if we turn if you turn yourself in, we can control how we turn ourselves in. We can control when you do it." Uh, to some extent, some of you don't get arrested before that, but you know there's a warrant. Let's get what's surrender. I'll be there the very next morning in court, and we'll get you out on your own recognizance. And then I can tell the judge uh, he's obviously not a flight risk, or she's obviously not a flight risk because here we are. They came to court. They actually reported to jail. This person mm-hmm. reported to jail and said, "Here I am. I'm here to deal with the charges." And you're going to be far more likely to get a recognizance bond released just without having to pay any money. But you know, if you if you ignore the problem, if you stick your head in the sand, if you don't do anything about it, it's like a it's like a cavity. It gets worse and it gets worse. And you're afraid to go to the dentist because the dentist sucks, and you're afraid of the dental drill because the drill sucks. But if you put it off long enough, you're going to have a root canal, and if you put that long enough, you're going to have your tooth yanked and maybe some surgery and other infection problems. The infection's not going away. No. If we let this continue, it is not going away. We cannot stick our head in the sands on this. And people say, well, I don't care about that. We got we need the labor anyway. It's like, no, no, no. Oh. This problem is not going away. It's there's a way, there's away. a way to get that labor and identify who these workers are and give them a work permit, right? Yeah. Give them a green card. Allow them to work. Give them a work visa. But why not process them? Why do you have this unfettered swarm across the border? It's not orderly. And that's what the American people mainly object to is so far 50 people on the terror watch list, right, have been apprehended. Who knows how many wouldn't, were not apprehended? Wouldn't, wouldn't we all – isn't it common sense I mean, that everybody right? would agree that we should not let, ter- let terrorists, criminals, and drug dealers across the border? Exactly. Like, can we all agree with that? Yes. We've only caught 50 of them so it, far. I mean, Who, And God knows how many sleeper cell sure. immigrants I mean, have look, come in. These are criminals, folks. They're not going to tell you they're criminals. And they're not Mexicans. The the, the numbers coming in from China, Africa, all, all around the globe, you know, Poland, wherever, yeah. people are coming in over – over the southern border from all over the world, right. 160 different countries have That's been insane. documented. So Look, far. if if you, hmm. I mean, what would you do? Well, it looks like the southern border of the United States is open. Let's go there. Yeah, but you know that stat right there is not really well known. No. That 160 countries are coming through that hole. That's right. Or those holes. That's right. 
Th- that's not what the general public thinks. No, the, the, well, they don't. The corporate that, media the, doesn't want to tell That's the, the crux of it yeah, right they're there. They're saying it's these poor exactly. Mexican folks who are that's just right. looking to earn a living and take that's money right. back for their families. That and is it's the crux enough. of the and whole it's not thing. Them. We can argue that all that's you want, right. but that's not exactly it. That's not right. it. Right. And well, Elon, certainly not that's not all of it. And Elon Musk, you know, in his, uh, I guess, weekly press conference mm-hmm. or whatever he does, he came out with a story uh, just, I think, yesterday. Elon said... The corporate media, the legacy media, is not covering the southern border. Mm-hmm. To your point, Brett. Yeah. Uh, one one final thing, if you guys, th- this will blow your your mind. It, this blew my mind. I did not know about this program, but this is this is why somebody. This is why so many of those so-called Neanderthal Republicans in Congress are are okay with shutting down the government until we get a decent budget. There is actually a program in the State Department for 200,000 immigrants where the American public will pay for them to come in free, and there's an app for this. 200,000, and I think so far 120,000 have taken advantage of this program, and it is for people that, again, do not have any other legitimate reasons for being here. They can come land at an airport as opposed to swimming across the Rio Grande. A little bit right? easier to fly. A little in. bit right. easier. Mm-hmm. And just Unless you sh- need the exercise. And then just show up. And then there's a second app for people who want to arrange an asylum statement with the Border Patrol. They can schedule their crossing at the Rio Grande. They could say, listen, we're going to swim the river at 9 o'clock, okay? And we're going we're gonna to appear on your shore. Will you have an agent there to apprehend us? Yes, we will. This is all done by app. That is this available. Is unbelievable. I mean, we, so what Biden has done is he's turned the Border Patrol Service from a guard service into an accommodation service. Right, they're doormen. They're, they're travel agents. Right, travel agents. That's even better. Yeah. That's <laughs> unreal. Yeah, and, and, and nobody's mad about people it. People are going to hear this but and us. say, nah. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I, there was a, a guy I used to work with, and I, I would tell him stuff like this and be like, no, no, not really. That's going on. I was like, yeah, Google it, man. Yeah. And pe- people Google this stuff and they're like, holy crap, this yeah, is Yeah, do your happening. own research, people. This Don't believe happening. us. P- please do not believe Common Sense Ohio. Yeah. Do, we're not here to indoctrinate you. I'm just trying to stimulate you to do your own research. Yeah, because some oh, of this well, stuff is insane. Or, or could that app, okay, let's, let's turn that around. Again, not understanding all the nuances of the app, but let's say you could turn that app into your scenario that, okay, you have a warrant for your arrest. Yeah. Go do it. You're kind of setting an appointment. Could that help? filter though could it be a positive thing no i well i, I see what you're saying you know? but why don't we just say follow the process to come into the country and that's true you're white well you're you're pushing a so process that works need, anyway why do we need right. that so this is this yeah. is what i always say Good it's point. like the the conspiracy theorists get they get their their moniker you're a conspiracy theorist whatever but when you when you start to look at stuff like this there's a constellation of stars that you can put together that okay. makes you sort of think like what's really going on here okay. why would, why would we need this app when we have a process, when we have a process, all you have to do is show up yeah. and say, right. True. True. look, I need asylum. I need this. And then you vet that person and you let them in. Mm-hmm. That's right. So look, if we wanted to create some sort of yeah. app or some sort of process or streamline it or, 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 or fix that, I, I'm with you. Right. I'm with you. Let's right. figure out a way to vet these, these people. Mm-hmm. Right. And if they're, if they should be in the country, let's let them in. If they shouldn't be in the country, let's not. But the app is a way to let people in the country easier without doing the it's like a back door. Yeah, the the yeah, whole man. the whole remain in Mexico thing, Brett, was a, a a Trump administration concept because once they cross the Rio Grande, once they land at an airport, they have a whole different set of rights True. once they're on American soil. True. So what he had was an agreement with the Mexican government that people pending their hearing would have to wait in Mexico on that side of the border. Right. Yeah. And we got rid of uh, gotcha. under Biden. That's yeah. gone. Yeah. Okay. One of the first things he did, the remain in Mexico program's gone. And you would think people like Mayor Adams, you know, and the you know, uh, whatever her name is Lori. No, there's a new mayor of Chicago. But you would think that these big city mayors that are Democrats who are complaining about the situation wouldn't say, gee, Mr. President, you've got to go back to remain in Mexico. Yeah. You've got to finish the wall, complete the mm-hmm. wall. You know, there has to be a barrier 
that physically keeps people out because well, once they report, once they the get around, it does. Right. The other thing it does, and I, I don't know the nuance like you, Brett, I don't know the nuance, but the other thing it does, it, it's this back to our theme for today. It sort of reshapes the definitions because then if you come in by the app, you're not illegal. You know, you, you've done it. That's right. So now they get to say it's not illegal. You can let more people in maybe That's without, right. and all you've done was redefine what illegal means. Well, now I'm undocumented, right? but so, I'm not here illegally because I used your app. I used your app, yeah, right. So it's like <laughs> yeah. it, you can change that way the media, the press, Biden, or the, the politicians can say things with yeah. some sort of perceived protection over the lies. Word games. Yeah, it's Absolutely. word games. They change the That's definitions right. and then follow their new definitions and say, see, it's sort of like, right. I did not have sexual relations with that girl right. because I don't believe that getting a blowjob is sexual relations. <laughs> All right. Well, the rest yeah. of us do. Right. Yeah. The streetwalker ladies uh, who charge money for that sure as hell think it's That's sex. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. They're still getting charged on they sex They have the whole fee camera. schedule is my understanding. Yeah. God <laughs> knows I've never, you know, um, I, partaken. I have, I have, I, let's just say this. I have represented plenty of folks who have fallen into that dubious trap. Hmm. On both sides. Okay. Yeah, on both sides. So I've yeah. represented folks who have uh, yeah. uh, been charged with solicitation. I've represented uh, women, never a man yet, but I'm sure that could happen, who is out soliciting but their, not, own, but, their but not, own sexual. But not through an app yet, though. No, I have done it through an app. I, they, they, look, here's what happens. People come <laughs> in and they have apps. They It used to be, um, what was the, the before Facebook Marketplace, it was... Um, oh, you know what I'm talking about. The home about. shopping network? No, it was that like kind this, of stuff. Uh, what's the, it was like uh, where you sell stuff. <laughs> I eBay? No, 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 I was before. Oh, I'm sorry. It was like, the, uh, like a homegrown version of that. Oh, okay. 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 I'm drawing um, a total blank. Yeah, anyway. But, um, yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, it started with ads and papers. Yeah, the cla- other paper. Classified yeah. ads. Yeah, classified. Like Craigslist, right. that kind of stuff. Craigslist is what I'm thinking of. Oh, so okay. Then it became Craigslist, the, the yeah, Craigslist right. personals, and then yeah. now, it's, uh, yeah. now it's gotten a little bit eBay bought Craigslist. Oh, I didn't. Right. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. They've they've owned it for some time, and a lot of people were afraid that eBay was going to stick fees on there, and instead they created kind of a Craigslist of their own called Marketplace, yeah. where you can list stuff and you don't have to pay any kind of listing fee. Yeah, so, I've never yeah. sold anything on eBay. I purchased yeah. some stuff on eBay. Well, well, it, it it's a way to get. Uh, it, it, gosh, uh, that guy in Mount Vernon that buried people, right? That answered his Craigslist ads. Yeah, I mean, Craigslist and uh, Marketplace. Craigslist killer here, Ohio makes it big again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it can be a way to really trap you. So so yeah. you show up at a Walmart parking lot with, say, four tires that you're trying to get rid of. You know, well, I never use these snow snow tires, winter tires, and I guess I'll put them on Craigslist. And you show up, you've got them in the back of your van. Well, now. And some guy meets same you thing and, with Facebook and just says, hey, give me your tires. I'm not giving you any money. Uh, this is a stick up. I mean, look at mm-hmm. Facebook marketplaces like that. I mean, people are having like a at home pickup, you know, door pickup. So yeah. you're inviting people into your home. That's yeah. right. And, and but I would encourage anyone. And my daughter's sold and bought off of Facebook Marketplace. And there are local police stations that have dedicated parking space right? areas for, to, for that exchange. Oh, I was that's gonna say, a, use that's a, a, use a she, I think the one when she was still in Ohio, she went to uh, I think one of the cop shops around Marysville in Marysville, possibly that's has right. a dedicated area, probably a camera on it. You don't know it for that for sort of thing. I'm thinking yeah, that is smart. Yeah, good that's idea. proactive, probably reactive to a situation, but it's very proactive in in its. Well, look if you're in its if picture. You're, if you're single, if you're a, a, a female, and you you are you are vulnerable yeah. for all sorts of horrible things. Don't invite them to your don't apartment. invite them to your apartment. Right, go Find meet a, them at the police station. Right, you know that makes that, perfect sense. They will. I, I even if they don't have a dedicated space, you know, local police departments would have no problem at all with right. this scenario. We pay for those. We pay for that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we are citizens. It's five minutes it's, it's, in a parking lot. Exchange. Boom. Done. And right. if they don't show up. That's probably telling you something. It probably if the, if is. If the buyer doesn't show. Exactly. Exactly. Or the seller if you're on the other yeah. one. I met somebody at uh, Starbucks one time and bought a, a buffer, Norm, for my car paint. But anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's enough traffic There's at Starbucks. There's a dirty joke in there though. somewhere, but I'm not going for it. <laughs> it was, real, it was a real smooth Star operation. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Wow, wow, well, wow. I, the operation yeah. went smoothly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He went down the prostitution I know, uh, I know, trail, I not know, me. I know. Uh, I didn't even. I didn't even see it. It's like where your mind is. Yeah. I, well, it's terrible. <laughs> Makes sense. Common sense. Couple, you know, a couple. Uh, if we can talk a little bit about Ohio uh, development uh, situations, and this might be something. I wish we had like a 
you know, a, a, a crack shot uh, investigative reporter uh, on our staff. We do. You. No. God, uh, getting there. But this would really. So I, I don't know about you guys. I keep hearing all this happy news about companies coming to Ohio. For example, over in Dayton, there's an outfit called Joby Aviation yeah. that is going to build quadcopter air air taxis, electric powered air taxis, um, uh, over in Dayton, Ohio, at the airport. Uh, New Albany uh, just this week, uh, I think Monday, approved th- uh, a three point five billion dollar uh, Amazon data center mm-hmm. out in Licking County. Well, and look look at this real quick. Go ahead. So people. People around the world that are listening to Common Sense Ohio, believe it or not, it's happening. I promise. But no, people are listening around the world. But understand, Ohio uh, is the home to Les Wexner. Uh, that's New Albany that you're you're talking about. That was the limited. I mean, there there is enormous political power and money in that part of Central Ohio. Right. And uh, as a result of that, you guys out there in Johnstown, Norm's favorite uh, development, Intel, and all the all the surrounding developments that go with it, but. Ohio is is really it, it's it, there's a huge influx now of this kind of stuff going on, and I think there's a people are projecting housing crises and everything else. I mean, Norm, they're building out there faster than they can get concrete trucks. Yeah, I where I was going, I, and there are a lot of spinoff effects. There, you know, there's obviously uh, elderly people. There's a bill in the in the state house to try to uh, help people that are seventy or older and maintain their real estate taxes at the current level. Uh, because what's happening, for example, in the western Licking County, uh, say from Granville West to Columbus, the supposed appraised value of this land has doubled or trebled in some cases. I know in my own case, just in one month, <laughs> Zillow says in one month, my property went up by $100,000. Okay, that's how rapidly prices are climbing. And I don't want to move. Where am I going to move to for the same convenience to Columbus? If I go to Delaware, if I go to Dublin, if I go to Hilliard, or if I go to Grove City, I'm going to have to spend the same kind amount of money uh, to, to, well, to, and, to move. You know, people so, moved out or people live out where you are because they wanted to have open space. Well, and they bought those properties inexpensive at the yeah. time, yeah. sometimes forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. still get here pretty quickly. And now those homes, instead of forty or fifty, are quarter million dollar homes, the same person making the same money as a mechanic, a plumber, or a retired person on social security is still in that house. And yet their real estate taxes are going to go up two or three times. That's a really good point that frankly Mm -hmm. I hadn't considered. And it it, it will evict them. It will be the eviction of these people. That's the eviction of the poor. Yeah. That's that's like the, that's like the, the, just take a leak on everybody below you. Right. right. Because, And, and this is how they cleaned out new Albany, new Albany, you know, was a very small farming community. One flasher. In if, town. if you go to Founders Day, go go to the parade, you can walk through the old schoolhouse and the complete class, like the first grade class or the eighth grade class, it was like 15 to 20 kids, yep. right? This is only 50 years ago. 15 or 20 kids was the entire graduating class. Well, I graduated high school in 1988. We played New Albany, and there was it was like a flasher town. There was nothing there. That's right. A pizza place and yeah, a yeah, couple other things that's in, exactly. in the high school. And those people all got evicted because overnight the New Albany company built up all this beautiful stuff, and those people could not afford the so real estate those bills. Who are saying, those who are saying it only benefits the locals because their property values have skyrocketed, <laughs> they're now millionaires, they're this or that. Well, they have to move. Or they have to pay taxes they can't afford. They can't afford that. If right. if you're making... Um, That's what, a de facto eviction. Yeah, I think the average American household is still somewhere around fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 average. I can see you, Norm. You're going to be like the, the cartoon. Remember Up? <laughs> Norm's going to be out there. There's going to be skyscrapers all around him. And he's going to be this old codger there with his race cars. But and, just think of, screaming at people. Just think of that, guys. So, so twice a year you get a bill. You're, you're making fifty grand. Twice a year you get a bill for ten thousand dollars. That's it. It you know that. Are you kidding me? How, where is a fifty thousand dollars social security? Whereas before it would have been what? It would have been three two thousand three thousand. Yeah, so maybe six. And that's a stretch for a lot of people. Yeah. If you're on social security and you're maybe getting thirty out of that, maybe you have some savings. You know, it's a stretch to pay it right. six thousand. So now it's is, twenty thousand. It it is a de facto secret silent eviction of yeah. of 
the population. So what's well, happening yeah. is is it's a taking. It's a it's a taking. So the yeah. vultures are knocking on the doors of these widows and and guys families that are modest income, knocking on the door and basically giving them you know an alternative. You either sell to us. Or basically, you're going to go bankrupt because you can't afford this. Yes, and we're not. And and so, with these people who are pounding the table, demanding these insane amounts of money for their property, all the big boys have to do is say no, and then wait them out. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and that project you just talked about that's coming to Dayton, it's five hundred five hundred million dollar project. Yeah, half a bill, right? Supported by three hundred twenty five million in incentives from the state of Ohio. See, and this is oh, this is where I was going, guys. It, investigative reporter wise. This is the story that's not being told to the public. So if you go to the dispatch or you listen to WTVN, they give you the happy news. They tell you, oh, Joby Aviation's coming to Dayton. Yeah. Right. Amazon, Lots of jobs. Amazon is coming to New Albany. Lots of jobs. Et cetera, et cetera. Right. This data center. But what you're not hearing is out of our pocket, out of our taxpayer pocketbook. Corporate welfare. W- right. Yeah. We're, ge- yeah. we're, we're giving away a lot as that, a state and, and that, as counties and as right. villages. And that goes back to your the problem of being able to live here. That's right. Somebody's got to pay that bill. Somebody's guess where, it, guess where right. it comes from. Pricing people out. Exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. And there is a story for a, you know, somebody to really investigate the cost-benefit ratio of all this right. development. Yeah. I just feel like we're giving the store away. Well, and, and they're projecting they're going to d- deliver up to 500 of these aircrafts a year. I don't see that sustainable Well, in, I, regard, in the long run. So we're talking over 10 years, 5,000 of these from the government? aircrafts. How much, money, how much did the federal government subsidize this company to go build electric helicopters? Exactly. I want to know that. Well, the, the, well before, because in, this in, is an abject because failure. Because they, they, they started in California. All right. Yeah. So this is, this, you know. They, it sounds wacky. I, I know two, I don't know. I don't I know know. two I don't engineers. One I'm very close to. The other I'm a good friend with. And both of them are involved in a drone technology. One in electric mm-hmm. airborne drones using sure. uh, copter blades like yeah. this. Right. The other military. Both have told me that at most, at the extremists, the range on these things is only going to be a hundred miles. Right. This and is I, I this is, this too, is yeah. again back to the theory: lies, 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 lies. This is great. This is the next best technology. This is it. We're going to spend billions of dollars on this nonsense, and, and the it's idea going to be an abject failure. And the idea is, it's well, going to be some kind of airborne Uber. And it, the and the question the question is really when you think about it. Okay, after you pay a pilot. So somebody's got to get licensed to fly this thing, right? Yep. And the operational costs and the price of the aircraft. But you have that for every pilot type and, thing. But so. when you amortize that and think of what that Uber charge is going to be to be able to it's not chop. Work. It's yeah. yeah, you're going to chop failure. it. It's, it's like it's, the and, super train in California. It doesn't work. Right. It and doesn't it, make sense it's, economically. Yeah, it's strategically placed near Wright Pat Air Force Base. If you know that the Air Force is just the government's going to buy this, it is. It it's, is and government gonna, already owns it, at it, least through subsidies. Exactly. I almost am sure it's right. lies, 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 it's lies, gonna, lies. It's lies, not going to turn into a, an airborne Uber. And can you imagine the that's mess how it's in, being sold as air taxi? Exactly, air right. tax. Can you imagine the mess in the air? There's absolutely no way it's, this can. It, it's just. I'm not, sorry, and, but it sounds good. It looks. Oh, good. it looks it's great. Green. It's all we, these things. We do a big PR thing at the Wright Brothers. Yeah, home right. ta- uh, house, which and guess what, folks? Uh, come on, if if it were financially feasible, somebody would be doing it uh, with without, their own money. Without some, that uh, yeah, is the subsidizing over money. a half of it's it. The genius yeah. of a capitalist economy, exactly. right? It's a story of Tesla. If it wasn't Elon's for the subsidies, Tesla would not exist. Would never have happened. Elon's right? drilling. And now the big three are doing the same thing. And now we have auto. Stri- I mean, it's like all this stuff. It's yeah. like we are we are seeing the crest of this insanity happen and, and crumble right in front of us. That's right. The the command economy thumb on the scale has tilted market forces to such an extent that we have this exaggerated demand for electric vehicles that is a phantom. It's a phantom. It, it doesn't exist. So it's yeah. like, look, Norm, you're, you've got an RV and you understand this. Like there, It takes a truck to pull an RV if you've got a, a fifth wheel or, a, or just a trailer. To pull a trailer. To pull a trailer. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It takes a truck. Yeah. And if they, there's, there's stories on the forums that I live on or, or check out of people trying to do this with these electric trucks. And it's a complete failure. Right. It's, it's a total failure of everything advertised. Absolutely. It is a disaster. They're getting like 30 miles in some cases. Right. And, and, the, and there's not a charging station. So the 
families are abandoned on the side of the road thinking, I can't charge it. Right. It's a complete disaster. AAA has to come out with a generator to charge the battery. <laughs> burn the I diesel mean, to charge the That's literally what yeah. they have to do. Oh, my God. Awesome. I mean, awesome. it's, just, it's just out of so control. So here's the deal. What you're going to do on your camper is you're going to have on the back of it a diesel generator. So the generator will charge your truck while you're driving. Hundred percent, right? right? That's awesome. Is or this, you could just put it, or you could just get a diesel truck. Yeah, because this, this whole scenario reminds me. And I know you hate the group rush, but they have a song called Red Parchetta. Yes, and, it, and it's futuristic in yeah. regards to all yeah. all cars are airborne. And yeah, right. he goes out on a weekend, takes a cover off or an yeah. old Red Barchetta, fires up the engine, right. and he gets to run this gas machine that from decades ago with right. the air air cops right. come and get him. And as soon right. as I saw that, Joby and they get, oh my God. It's big brother, man. It's it yeah. 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 yeah that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. And the price of gasoline right now is at its highest. It's been in like the last three years. And, you know, Look, if you want more of this, folks, that maybe this is a Mad Max scenario that we're going to have it, where gasoline becomes so rare and so precious. We're going to get, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get the X checker. We're going to get Jay <laughs> on board with us in the next coming weeks to talk about this My because tale. he's got a theory about gasoline and fossil fuels that'll blow your minds. So I want him to talk about it here on the show. Sounds Love good. Um, all right. We got a, you got any nuggets, Norm? Yeah, like, some quickies. Uh, so in, in Ohio this past week, um, Frank LaRose, our Secretary of State, has gotten on board with uh, the cross-border states like Pennsylvania, Kentucky, West Virginia, Indiana. We're we're now going to share voter rolls uh, with each. Each state will be able to cross-check if somebody is voting twice. So I want to know, is anybody objecting to this? What what was wrong with the old system? I'm sure they are. What was wrong with the old system, though? There was a system in play already. People are getting... Or at least were, and I know this firsthand. I had some neighbors that were that told me from West Virginia, people are getting welfare benefits from more than one state, okay. and they're certainly voting in more than one. But state. but there is a system to check that already. Now there was there was before. Sure there, was. there was before. What, I don't not that I know of. Uh, LaRose is. Uh, I thought he said he I'll just check. he just entered into this compact. a new one. There is already another compact. that don't Supposedly, is there? I, look, I don't know. I, this thought, I don't know. I may misunderstood. I may have misunderstood. Well, look, but you anyway. would think. But no, I think I think the idea in, in who objects holistically to this? But anyway, is a good idea. That came yeah, out yeah, this look, week. We can start with this premise that yeah. it's a good thing oh, to yeah. make sure that people don't vote in multiple sure. states. Yeah, and can we all at least agree on that? So if you disagree with this policy, then tell me why. Yeah, right. Exactly. I agree. He also the. The uh, ballot uh, commission also approved uh, the abortion ballot language with one minor change. The uh, opponent or the proponents of the issue uh, on abortion had recommended 10 changes. They did not didn't like how the secretary of state's uh, summary of the language. And so they objected to it. They fought a lawsuit. Uh, the Ohio Supreme Court issued a decision and and approved only one of the ten changes, and it was something to do with that the state would be acting, not a citizen would be acting. So it clarified that language. Otherwise, LaRose's language has withstood the Supreme Court challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, neighboring state Pennsylvania also uh, recently, I can't say this week, it's probably a couple weeks ago, but tying into this voting thing, they have now uh, approved motor voter, wherein if you're a citizen of Pennsylvania and you get licensed to drive, you are thereupon also registered to vote. Right. So they've they've done that. Uh, RFK Jr., um, this was news last week, but we had a special show. Uh, an assassin in a police uh, uniform showed up with guns, ammo, um, at an RFK uh, function, dressed as a cop, was arrested. The White House is still refusing to give him Secret Service protection. He was only three miles away in California from the site where his father was assassinated by Sirhan mm. Sirhan. Hmm. I right. think Joe should give him protection. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. with that, folks, we will wrap it up. We have a, uh, another week in the books of Common Sense Ohio. People are asking us all the time, guys, how can you help out? Well, there's a couple ways you can help help out. You can become a sponsor if you've got a business and you want to have your business discussed here, have your product discussed. Like we talk about Harper Plus accounting. I mean, far more than just doing your transactional stuff. We're not talking like TurboTax. We're talking like business consultation. I had somebody call me recently and and ask for a referral. And, I, and, and you know what they said? They said, I'm not looking for somebody just to file my tax return. I want somebody who's going to like get into my world and tell me like how much I need to 
to save for this? And, and if, I, if it's halfway through the year and income is up or down, what do I do with that? How do I plan for my taxes? How do I optimize my taxes? That's Harper Plus Accounting. I've Steve, been working with them for years. One of our guests last week on the show is a client of Glenn's. That's how small of a world it is. So uh, I won't identify the person. That's obviously confidential. But just to show you that he's out there in the community, people know about uh, Harper. And, uh, you know, we have a real live, uh, you know, person that surprised us. Hey, I use him. Yeah. So if you've got a guy, I mean, if if you're a person who thinks that I can handle all my transactions, I just need somebody to to fill in the blanks. Well, you know, you can find that and TurboTax will do it. But if you want to do it right, you want to make sure you're planning, you want to make sure you're on top of it. So you don't get that dreaded call in like April 10, or you you, you plug it all in. You're like, holy crap, I owe $35,000 and I don't have it in my account. And you could have in June decided and made decisions not only to have that money available, but maybe not have to pay it at all. You work with Harper Plus Accounting. So, folks, if you want us to to get to and, – and by the way, I don't just say things about businesses. If you want to be a sponsor, let's talk. Let, tell us – come meet with us. Talk to us about what you do. And, you know, if we can work with you as you're working with us, we'll do that too. That way we can give you the kind of testimonial that matters, the kind that's based on experience with your business. So check us out at Ohio or uh, commonsenseohioshow.com if you want to be a sponsor. Uh, the other thing people do can help is, is like and share, right? Tell your buddies about it. If you want to be uh, just a Patreon and you listen to it and you want to give us a couple bucks, uh, go to the website and we can figure out how to make that happen too. Uh, so until next week, coming at you from studio c at channel 511.com we are common sense ohio right from the middle at least until 